the FT. Snapchat has lured millennials by creating a new type of social media app, but can it figure out a way to make money out of them? The Los Angeles-based disappearing photo app boasts over 100 million active daily users and was recently valued at $16 billion. Co-founder and CEO Evan Spiegel has been talking to ad agencies and brands to tout his company as the platform to reach the next generation of consumers. I'm Ravi Matu, the FT's technology editor, and joining me to discuss Snapchat and its search for a way to build a big business are Hannah Kuchler, the FT's San Francisco correspondent, and Shannon Bond, our media correspondent. Hannah, can I start with you? Snapchat has risen in just four years to generate what seemed to be, at least, some very impressive numbers. How has it done it so far? Yeah, Snapchat's done really, really well, and it's done well with a group that marketers really want to reach, which is the so-called millennials, the younger people. I think the age at the moment is sort of under 32 or something. It's got 100 million daily active users. That's hard to compare to other social platforms because other social platforms tend to work in monthly active users. But should we say Instagram has 300 million, so does Twitter. And daily actives are obviously much more valuable because they're so engaged. They're opening the app every day and you have an opportunity to put adverts in front of them every day. Now, it's a private company, so we don't necessarily know if it's making huge profits, but presumably it's now turned to try to make that into a bigger business model. What's pushing it to do it now, four years in, when it's got all this money in the bank? Is it under particular pressure from investors? No, I wouldn't say that. I think it's fair to bet that Snapchat doesn't have any profits because profits at this stage in a company in Silicon Valley or the tech industry more broadly are very rare and they're almost seen as unnecessary. You know, you should be investing in the company rather than making money at this point. It only started advertising last autumn, so we're actually probably saying that revenue is still quite low because it's still at a very experimental stage. And I don't think it's under pressure from investors, you know, Investors are still pouring in. Its last valuation was about $16 billion. I think, actually, it realises that it's an unusual product with these disappearing messages. It's not something that's obvious how to fit advertising into. And it wants to explore that. In some ways, Facebook and Twitter set the scene for it. They had to convince marketers that digital advertising had a value. And so they didn't start doing that until they were maybe six, seven years old. But... Snapchat can come in, you know, faster in their footsteps. However, they also convinced marketers that data was the value for digital marketing, and Snapchat doesn't have much data. Shannon, can I bring you in on this? Because Hannah brings up two really crucial points. One, they're going to the ad agencies and the brands and touting themselves as this great platform to reach this demographic that everyone wants to reach. How are the agencies and the brands responding? And two, this whole point about data, because as Hannah says, you know, unless you have a lot of data, it's hard to, I guess, target advertising as specifically as a lot of the other big social media and technology groups are saying they can. That's right. First of all, actually, I think some of the impetus for Snapchat moving in this direction is actually coming from interest from marketers. You know, they see this audience as extremely attractive. There's almost a myth of the millennial among, you know, advertisers and brands. But it's true. It's hard to reach them. They aren't necessarily consuming media in the traditional platforms that marketers, you know, spend a lot of money on. So the idea that Snapchat can come to them and say, hey, you know, we've got all these young people, they come every day, you know, they're exchanging messages with each other, they're very engaged, is really attractive. At the same time, you know, the marketers are still being a bit cautious because they know the audience is there, 
but it is a little bit unclear how to reach them and what the best way to reach them in an app that is so you know one to one. You know, where I'm sending a message to my friend. Do I really want to see an advertisement in that? So there's some questions there, and then there are certainly some questions around their targeting and their data capabilities. When they're advertising on something like Facebook and, and now with these new tools that were just introduced on Instagram, brands such as Taco Bell can look at the you know, its fans. They can, first of all, map to them. They can see what their interests are and really you know, target them precisely. But they can also target people who look like them demographically. Whereas in, on Snapchat, the profiling, you know, is, they basically have far less information on their users. They have some information about how old they are and what gender they are, but that's about it. They don't really see as much like a whole cross-reference of their interests that would allow them to target in a more sophisticated way. Hannah, one of the other things that Snapchat has done with some fanfare is partner with media organizations like Vice, People, Cosmopolitan to offer something called Discover, which is kind of content that sits on the site. Give us a sense of what that Discover offering is and also how it's doing. Discover is really interesting because I think, you know, Snapchat started as a way to send silly pictures to your friends. It then moved into so-called stories, which are series of pictures that last 24 hours. They can often be around a live event or a, a locale. You know, there's like a New York City story. And those are quite, you know, an easy way to insert advertising. But Discover is another way. And it's unusual because it's, it's a news content or news and entertainment content platform. And, you know, we're used to thinking of Twitter, for example, as the leading news platform. So they partnered with a handful of partners, um, real range, you know, we have People and Cosmo, but we also have National Geographic and CNN. And you click through and you, you get a cut, like, two, three minutes of content, and some will be words, some will be videos. It'll be nicely packaged, and it has a clear end, which some people say is the most attractive thing about it, that you can feel like you, you've done something and you've completed something, rather than this kind of endless stream you get with Twitter. How it's going... It's difficult to tell. They don't release very much information on it. The publishers who've partnered with it that I've spoken to are very enthusiastic. They're particularly keen of this way of extending their brand in front of a millennial audience. And sometimes they are able to sell advertising as part of a package. You say, oh, I want to buy, you know an ad in People magazine, an ad on people.com, and an ad in People's Snapchat Discover Story, and that reaches different audiences who are all interested in that kind of celebrity entertainment news. Now, Shannon, if I can finish with you, we talk a lot about millennials, but of course one of the big issues within the tech and consumer worlds is the whole question of privacy and our response to advertising. While Snapchat enables brands and advertisers to target this very lucrative demographic, is there any evidence or any suggestion that they might be turning off getting targeted by ads in this sort of way? I think one of the interesting things about what's happening on Snapchat is you're not actually seeing the advertisers you know, put up what you would think of as sort of very traditional advertisements. You know, these are not your 30-second television spots or you know, the sort of you know, banner ads you would see on a website. It's much more conversational. It's much more interactive. It's often rather irreverent. And I think, you know, they're really experimenting with realizing that this is something that somebody is looking at briefly. They're, it's something that they're used to sort of using to engage a little bit of content, chat with their friends, you know, swap pictures. And it's not really a broadcast medium in the same way that, frankly, even Facebook and Twitter are becoming. And so I think there are concerns about how do you, frankly, put a, an advertisement in a message 
and Snapchat has been pretty clear that they're not going to put ads in the messages. You know, if I was to send a message just to Hannah, they're not going to put an ad in that. But they're looking at the ways with a slightly broader focus of the Discover stories and these live events of incorporating messages from brands, but they're in a way that are super you know, native, we would say, to the platform. The combination of millennials, content and new forms of advertising certainly suggests that this is going to be a story that we'll be watching for a long time to come. Hannah Kuchler and Shannon Bond in San Francisco, thanks very much. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.